And we're back with Brews and Reviews. I'm Jake. We got Cole and Kyle. And um, it's sponsored by uh, Sleepy Eye Brewing. Yeah, Dad Series 2020, Lemon Shandy, which actually belongs to Jake that he left here. So thanks, Jake. Yeah, and I have a Keystone Ice that was left here by Cole in my cooler over the 4th of July. So, oh, do you hear that? Oh, that's the sound of I stole this from And I have a mm. jug of milk. Pretty good. He actually admitted it. I was going to make fun of him. Yeah, like, this is literally a <laughs> half gallon of whole milk, Lando Lakes. You- you know if you drink all that, Kyle, you will puke. That's, That's not, not true. a challenge. I'm just saying. Is that a challenge? Because if I drink all this by the end of the episode, then what do I get? You chug it like within 30 seconds. No, I'm not chugging it. Also, not that attitude. brought to you by Whistler Whiskey. Wait, so you took my beer and you're drinking whiskey? This is bullshit, Cole. <laughs> okay, I needed some alcohol tonight, man. I know. Well, so we're talking about... Episode five, and I gotta admit, spoilers ahead. But excited for season finale after this one. I think episode three, I believe, has been completely washed out of my memory. I didn't. I don't even remember it existed. This was another solid episode with a lot of fun, a lot of tongue and cheek stuff. So many Loki's, all the Loki's that you could ever want. Which makes me more confused episode. what a Loki is. There was an alligator Loki. <laughs> It's like, no, you should never be confused. So, you can never. It's like Spider Man. You know how in like Into the Spider Verse, there's like Peter Porker. There's the there's the yeah Spider Pig. Never got it. <laughs> it wasn't Peter Porker. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was Harry Clover. Sorry, you probably never saw that movie, Kyle. But anyways, <laughs> no, but like it's. I think this was a great episode because again, they they got vaporized again and they got sent back and then the last thing we saw at the end credit scene if you listen to the last podcast we didn't watch that we had a positive <laughs> by the way no no end credit scene on this one but anyways um there's a ton of loki or at least three of them and it's like oh this is exciting and this episode is really good at just showing how loki's betray each other i think this is my favorite thing i took from this episode um that's probably all I want to talk about that now. Cole, what do you think? Dude, I'm like I said, I'm a little confused on what makes a Loki a Loki because everything is a Loki now. But this episode was solid. Like, what, I just because they have an alligator Loki? Like, I expect, like, uh, okay, getting into spoilers, just a little bit, just a little spoiler. Honestly, I expected when you're talking about, like, a multiverse type thing, like all these different timelines, like, you know, it's kind of like we talked about it before when I want to feel cool, I have to bring up Schrodinger's cat, like, which cat is it? So, is it a cat that's alive or dead that, like, it is? So, like, I expected a lot more, like, of the life of Loki versus, like, alligator Loki, black guy Loki, um, old guy Loki, killed Thor Loki child, girl Loki, like, Totally didn't mesh with my concept of what, like, the branching timelines would be. I'm not sure that I love it, but, like, it, it works for the show. Well, see, and this is, and Kyle made a good point before we started the podcast, like, into the Spider-Verse. Like, there's, like, every single different timeline that, that the TVA is trying to control, there could be different, like, animal species that actually get the dawn of the Loki, or the crown of the Loki, if you will. Like, I think it's. I think it was absolutely hilarious 
that Loki was an alligator in one universe. And I don't think it's something that like, hey, let's put so much time and effort and mind energy into it because like like Loki says in the episode, like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with it. Like he's like, this doesn't make sense, but you know what? I'm rolling with it. I've seen a lot of crazy crap in the last month or whatever it is. I don't even know when New York happened. He had his whole like speech. It's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go on the ride. They can make fun of themselves and I'm okay with it. See, I wasn't actually super in love with this episode. I mean, I, I didn't love it, but I love the setup. So let me clarify that. Okay. <laughs> I, I continue, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was an okay episode. It, it was definitely better than the third one, but like, I just every, every, every episode's better than the third one. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. It went anywhere really like i thought with all the different lokis sure the alligator loki was funny but i didn't i didn't enjoy all that much the dynamic between the different lokis i thought they could have done better in that area personally well without episode three i think they could have done a lot more with this episode the problem is they had a wasted filler episode so now you gotta build up to like the final boss episode which is basically what we got here. It, what was it? What was the crazy smoke monster's name from Lost? Elias. Elias. It's like Goliath, only without. Yeah, the like they, they just dropped the G for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yeah, Elias. And I, does anyone know if that has any comic book reference? I've never heard of the name of Elias. I no, I don't know. No, but granted, it's probably like one comic that talks about it. Episode 25 of the comic books. A lot <laughs> to take you down. Of the comic books. And it was back in 1962 when no one cared. They're like, you know what? We're going to use that. Big old smoke monster Elias. <laughs> um, but, like, I am excited to see the next one. Was this more of a filler episode? Maybe. But there was a lot of funny things of, like, Loki. Like, and we're going to get into more spoilers, so we might as well just. Did we like the episode enough to watch it? Let's talk with let's talk about that before we go into deep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Hands okay. Down. So we all agree on that. Spoilers from here on out. People in um, you know, that one little country. Cayman Islands. So <laughs> Cayman Islands. Holla. Hey, I drink your margaritas, Cayman. <laughs> like the fact that like there's a bunch of Lokis and. They keep talking about, like, we're really good at surviving. That's what we do. And then, like, Loki, the Loki faction from the other side takes the Loki throne from the inside, and they keep, everyone keeps betraying each other. It was, that was a really fun and cool scene to watch. Be like, oh, yeah. Because even Tom Hilton's like, yeah, okay, I'm out. Like, obviously, this is what we do. It's like, oh, you're going to betray me? And the other guy's like, no, I made a deal with that guy. He's like, no, I made a deal with that guy. I laughed out loud. I'm not going to lie. This, it was a really cool scene to see all the Lokis just screwing each other over. <laughs> and then the alligator took off. Tom Hiddleston, who apparently he won president in that universe. He had a Loki president. Took his hand off. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Alligator Loki. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you judge me, but... I, I already ordered an alligator Loki action figure. <laughs> I'm going to give it to my kid. I'm surprised that's not your Halloween costume for next year. 
<laughs> I already had a Halloween costume for this year, but we'll see about next year. <laughs> Literally, all, like I always want to give it to my son. Like, here's an alligator. I'm gonna put a Loki crown. Like, now it's Loki alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, One thing that well, I didn't understand. Now, so, nope. as far as is this girl Loki the only one that enchants people? Because otherwise, it seemed like kind of like, why waste this other cool old Loki that can make entire, um... Asgard. Asgard, he there we go. Asgard. I couldn't think of it. He can make an entire Asgard out of green goo. Um, no, it's green prisms. Yeah, that's what I said. You said goo. <laughs> there was no goo. There was nothing slimy falling off of it. it anyway, <laughs> he made like... The entire Asgard, but I'm like, he couldn't just enchant the thing himself. He seemed like way cooler than both of them. But again, that again, it's one of those classic things. Like old Loki's like, I'm not gonna help you. I'm gonna take you as far and then run away. They go back and like, <laughs> so I think they do have different sets of abilities because she couldn't conjure up her own little blanket. He had to conjure a blanket for her. But it wasn't a very warm blanket. It was kind of like a tablecloth. <laughs> you would describe it, Sylvia. <laughs> it's Sylvie. Um, it's Sylvia. I, but I'm more better than you. <laughs> she's, got, she's got a nickname. Which, at one point, if our podcast ever gets big enough in the Cayman Islands, we will have our own nickname. <laughs> Cole the beer stealer. Kyle the milk drinker. <laughs> Another! Um, we kind of talked about that like old, when old man Loki... I, I want to call him old man Logan, but it's just old man Loki. When he brings Asgard, and they kind of look at each other like, I think we're more powerful than everyone thinks, like, than what we think we are. And they kind of bonded and stuff, and they already caused a Nexus event, so I'm not going to give too much crap to that, like, the fact that, oh, yeah, we can hold hands, and suddenly we can, like, conjure this beast, or, like, we can take down this beast. I can accept that in the context of this, because at this point, this entire series is doing so much crazy stuff. I'm like, you know what? I can accept that. Like, they both, together, after they cause the Nexus event, can come together and take down that beast. I was I was okay with it. So like, I wasn't mad about it. What's on the other side of the rainbow? Or the opening of the... Goli- uh, I mean, Elias. There's a couple theories. What are the theories? Mephesto. And also Doctor Doom. That's supposed to be Doctor Doom's castle. Doctor Doom? He, isn't he Fantastic <laughs> Four villain? He took down the Avengers in a comic book series, and, like, he's a huge... Like, he's one of the big baddies, like Thanos. Doctor Doom was a... Don't don't pay attention to the, the movies you may have watched of the Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom is a huge villain in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, in Fantastic Four, he is uh, barely... A villain. Barely squeaky <laughs> villain. Yeah, but those movies don't exist anymore because, you know, Disney bought out Fox, so it never <laughs> happened. But Doctor Doom is a really cool villain in the Marvel Universe, and they think it might be Doom's castle. They think it might be... I don't think anyone knows at this point. Like, we don't know where they're going to go with the show. They've gone crazy already, so who knows? I, I have a prediction to make, not a theory. 
but a prediction. I think that is that is that different than a theory? Time up. Yeah. Just a prediction. Um, Isn't that a synonym? I wouldn't say that 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 they're exactly the same. A theory would be like, I think this would explain what has happened, or what. Would that also be a prediction? But a prediction is like, I think this is going to happen based on what has already happened. Right. Like, and my okay, my (laughs) prediction is that. like I feel like with this betraying, just is it a prediction or a theory? It is a prediction. Okay, so you know how you have a theory about your prediction when you're done with it? Yeah, I have a theory about the prediction. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> go on, Kyle. So you no, know how they're no, setting no. everything up with like, oh, how Loki's betray each other in this episode or whatever. I also thought, Loki. like in this thing, she says she has to go back to find the whoever's behind the TVA. And, like, when she, she's like, oh, he's probably already eaten by the smoke monster, but that's not really important. So she really doesn't care that much about Loki. She, like, cares about him. But the most important thing... No, timeouts. No timeouts. The most important thing is that she needs to find the TVA master. And... Like, I feel like she would be willing to sacrifice Loki in order to get that. I'm not saying that she'll have to, but I feel like she would be willing to. And obviously, this entire series is that Lady Loki will, like... What happened at the beginning of, the beginning of this episode, they had the um, unit, or whatever they called it, um, the African-American woman that was sitting in a cell. And... Crap, I don't... I should definitely pay more attention to the names of people. Because the person that screwed over Lady Loki in the beginning of this episode came back to the cell that after Lady Loki actually, like, went into her mind and stuff, and she, like, turned to the other side and let her free. Like, there was a big moment, like, she will find it first. And she's like, why? Because you want this. She needs it. Like that whole big scene. Like, right, and she'll, she's willing to do. What? I was just going to say exactly what you're saying. She's willing to do anything to get it. Yes, and I think that Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Uh, can I call her? Um, can I call him Man Loki? Yes. We're calling, I'm calling Lady Loki. Lady Loki <laughs> and Man Loki. I I think Man Loki will. Sacrifice himself for her glorious, and I'll quote this, glorious purpose. Because I kept bringing up this episode, like, oh, your glorious purpose. Oh, your glorious purpose. Like, every Loki thought they had glorious purpose. Yeah, but I think to, that's in line with what you guys are saying, but slightly different. So my own original theory. So, so are you going with a theory or a prediction? Yeah, I want to say, mine is a theory. Of a prediction. God, I, I, I failed to see the difference. Anyway. Go on. So, be, her glorious purpose and his glorious purpose aren't the same. So what's going to happen is she's going to have the choice between saving Loki and pursuing the final TVA, which she will choose not to save Loki. So she won't betray Loki. She's just not going to save him. Hey, hey, this is how it's going to go down. 
And then <laughs> she hey, is going to die. So she's going to die breaking Loki's heart because he couldn't like first she like didn't pick him and then he doesn't get to save her. And then Loki is going to have some purpose in the upcoming multiverse of madness. She will not. And she will be dead. And Loki will be sad. I'm going the opposite. I think I think Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki in this series, is going to die to let her get her glorious purpose. Well, if that's but yeah, he, if that's true, Jake, he, that that would be very fulfilling to the uh, idea that Loki has to change, and the only thing Lokis do are survive. Which they brought up a lot in this episode because they're like. Every time that Loki's trying to change from bringing... Like, the old Loki said, like, I realized that all I brought was pain and suffering. So he just, like, he, he conjured... Like, they brought it up in Thanos. Like, like when Thanos showed up, he's like, I conjured something so much that even Thanos believes it. The same knife knife move that Loki tried to pull in Infinity War. And he just said, like, no, I just floated away and I decided to be isolated with myself. And... Once he, once he said, he's like, I missed my brother. He's like, I missed that. And he started to make a move. That's when TVA got him. So what I'm saying is, is that, like, Loki kept bringing up, like, Tom Hiddleston's Loki. I, I love that we have to clarify, like, which Loki we're talking about. Because there's way too many. Actually, I'm talking about alligator Loki. No one gives that man so much respect. <laughs> respect the alligator Loki. But anyway, so he... He said, like, I tried to change and it didn't work. And they're saying, like, that's why I got to take down the TVA because the only way we can change and be better is to take down the TVA, which I completely agree, which is very intriguing. Like, all these Lokis were destined to bring pain and suffering. Like, that was their one goal, basically, according to the TVA. Unless you kill Thor. Which, again, that guy was still a variant. Yes, but I'm saying like that. You would he think that to Kyle and Kyle, Kyle nodded. He's like, yeah, yeah. But you would think that would make him bringing pain and suffering, but not enough. Oh, but that's the point. Like Loki, like he, he literally says, like when he gave his big speech when everyone laughed at him, he's like, "We can do this. We're gonna take down Elias. We're gonna do all this stuff." Loki can't be different. Like, haha. They and they just like pretty much like held their chest laughing because like, no, we're Loki, and this is what Loki's do. So Loki's are trying to break off what they're supposed to be, which is very intriguing to me. Yeah. But apparently Captain America can go back in Endgame and, you know, marry Agent Carter and everything's cool. But, yeah, okay, TVA, (laughs) I won't judge you. I won't judge you. That was supposed to happen. Yeah, okay, why is that... (laughs) I still don't understand no, don't. why certain things are supposed to happen. When they, bring, they bring it up, I think, in the first episode, like, when they went back and, like, took the time stones in Endgame, and, like, they, they made sure to know, like, yeah, it's not going to make sense unless we actually address it immediately. Where they're like, hey, we took all the time stones. They're like, yeah, that was supposed to happen. I'm like, all of that was supposed to happen? Yeah. Right. Who... Why? <laughs> like, what is supposed to happen and what's not? What's the difference? Well, I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going into, like, kind of the unknown. 
Like a Frozen multiverse two. of madness? Yeah, like we're going a little crazy. Like, okay, so is a time variant from Endgame when they actually, like, he, like, br- takes the... Tesseract. What? Thank you. Takes Tesseract and goes back. And then it's like, oh, you are a time variant. They're like, everyone would have questions. Like, all those nerds that are sitting in the computer, like, well, that doesn't compute. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, that was supposed to happen. <laughs> Wink to the eyes, like, that, that was totally the plan, guys. Like you really want to nitpick this show, you can. But I really did enjoy this episode. Did I enjoy it as much as the last one? No, but I'm really intrigued on what that castle brings. And I actually, I'm actually really hoping for Doctor Doom. Well, and I thought that Lady Loki and Man Loki had way better chemistry in this episode than they did in episode yes, three. Yeah, you believe it when they were sitting there and like he like he didn't know what to do and he was conjuring like a blanket and stuff like you felt like that first time in high school like you didn't know how to talk to a girl I did but Cole didn't um <laughs> yeah I knew how to talk to a girl I was like hey baby you want a blanket watch me conjure some stuff <laughs> but like they I did feel the chemistry I complained about this last episode in the last podcast I'm like I didn't buy it. This one felt more genuine to me. Yeah. It really did. I think the chemistry was a lot better. I think that, that's why I said, I'm like, I think Tom Hiddleston's Loki is going to sacrifice himself for her, for her glorious purpose. What about random theory that you guys are totally going to shoot down, but I'm going to go with it. The girl. I'm ready to go. Yep. The girl, uh, Owen Wilson's boss. I don't remember her name. Yeah, Chief Lady. See, I don't remember either. I yeah. The, I'm going to start taking She totally pulled a Loki move by stalling to try to catch Lady Loki. She's Did you a, not see that coming, though, Cole? She's a Loki. Ooh. <laughs> I, I actually like that. I'm not shooting down that. That, that would be interesting. Talk about that moment. Because that actually... That brings a lot of questions up. So... At the end of the episode four, like he, she said, you're going to tell me everything you know. And it looks like they're having a bonding moment. Like, I want to take down the TVA, too. My theory is she is TVA. I thought that at the time. Well, think about it. Like, she literally like, okay, I don't want to get sent to the end of oblivion. And like, she seemed very genuine about like trying to like, I want to find this out as much as you do. I think she's like either she's a bishop in a game of chess, but she might be the queen, and is trying to control people by pretending she doesn't know that much. I don't know, dude. I just like it's one of those things. If they didn't set it up earlier in the show, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. But they made a whole big deal in the I think it was the first episode, maybe the second episode. The first time I think it was the second one. The first time Loki gets in the field. Yep, that was second. And he, like, does this whole thing, long thing where he, like, de- delays and delays and delays, and then the other Loki gets away, and they get all mad at him. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, at least we know now that when a Loki is, like, crunch, they're going to, like, try to buy time by, like, doing whatever. And I was like, it seems weird that you would, like, make a point to say that, not use it in your show at any other point. Like, there hasn't been anything else that I remember that Loki, like, successfully bought time 
and it made any difference. And then she does exactly what a Loki would do when we know Lokis can come in all shapes and sizes where I'm like, she seems like a Loki to me. The only reason why I would uh, disagree with that is because, again, I think she's more of the TVA than she leads on. Because she, she was the one that said, like, oh, I've seen the timekeepers multiple times in multiple episodes. And she didn't seem all too shocked when they were androids. Well, grant, granted, she didn't seem not shocked. I don't remember her reaction to finding out that they were androids. I think she knows more than, like, <laughs> like, like, I think she knows a lot more than what she's letting on. But I think she knows the game. So I don't think she's actually trying to pull Loki. I think she's trying to protect the timekeepers, which may be a branch of herself. Yeah, I don't think there are timekeepers. It's hard to say. I mean, we only have one more episode. They have a lot to tie up here in the last episode. Uh, I don't feel like they necessarily do. They just need to give you enough. And then uh, I don't think you need to use that high pitch of a voice. Uh, I think I do. <laughs> um, I feel like they can like explain a lot of other stuff in the multiverse of madness because I'm guessing that's going to well, come no, into play. No, no, no. Let that movie be itself. Like, but I'm saying movie... they don't need to tie up every loose end if they can explain it later on in the movie that like it will just like common sense would like help you figure out. So really, which, it just... all, of, which all of our dumbasses were def are definitely gonna watch. You'll <laughs> yeah. think I'm, I'm getting front row seats to that movie. I'm excited. Yeah, I I would be shocked. I'll I'll just go out and say it so you guys can put me on freezing cold takes later. Um, if Lady Loki, you guys, like maybe it's just Kyle that shits on you. No, me. I'm saying like if if Lady Loki survives this show. Hmm. I don't think there's any way she survives. I think she dies. I, I No, I think I think Tom Hiddleston's actually gonna die for good this time. That's what I think. They could both die. That could happen. But she dies. Someone's gotta die. So <laughs> <laughs> one of these one of these guys like So uh She's gonna die and Loki's just going to be like, well, I don't want to live if she's not living. And he'll, like, do the Romeo and Juliet thing and kill himself. Oh, it's called Jiu-Jitsu. He flung poo. Jiu-Jitsu is a form of martial art, dude. Tapuku. Bless you. <laughs> Does no one know what Tapuku means? I know. I'm just going to let you explain. Yeah, Kyle doesn't really know. You should tell him. <laughs> Alright, uh, seppuku is a Japanese form of like suicide when you've lost all honor. You actually oh, take he's gonna do that in the Wolverine, the Japanese guy. Yeah, remember that? also in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that on the podcast. <laughs> You're not gonna seppuku yourself because I'd be really happy if you did right now, Kyle. No, I was going to. <laughs> It's an, it's an old impression. form of Japanese suicide where you literally cut in, cut up, and cut over and make sure all your entrails fall out because you've lost your honor. Fun fact. Yeah, you should try that sometime, Jake. I tried. No blade <laughs> can cut me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, before... <laughs> another history lesson. Anyways, um... 
we want to talk about this episode specifically. I mean, obviously, it leads to the landing. I don't know, but I'm pretty excited for it, to be honest, because I think they might open up a lot more doors, maybe answer, answer a couple questions. But I'm excited for the doors they might open for yeah. Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man 3. I still don't think, even if they really stick the landing, I still think WandaVision is a superior show all around. But this has been enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Cole, we got to talk about your WandaVision love because those first two episodes were a slog. Now, granted, I shit on Loki for episode three, which was terrible, and I that was the worst episode. But WandaVision took way too much time to get into what I loved about that show. But there well, was mystery in the first two episodes. That was the whole point. Is the first two episodes were mystery. They gave you stuff that you didn't understand. But they, it wasn't one of those shows that, like, the first episode of Loki was, like, purely exposition. There was very little intrigue as far as, like, they were telling you what was going on and what the TV was, all this different stuff. Where WandaVision didn't do that. They dumped you in the middle and you were just supposed to try and figure out until you saw stuff like the bees and like other stuff that didn't really make sense that you were just trying to like make sense of. I thought WandaVision started off, you could say slow, but that's also for someone that hadn't seen any of those old shows on a regular basis. Like if you were familiar with the old shows they were referencing, it was pretty cool. And then it got really, really good by the end. Well, it was I, solid. Yes. In, when which, you first which, watch WandaVision, you are totally like, I have no idea where they're going with this, but like, I'm really intrigued to see like what they're going to do. Let's talk about rewatchability. WandaVision, if I'm going to watch that show again, to start at episode three. The first I'm, two episodes are a waste of my time. I'm not watching Loki again, and I like Loki. I probably wouldn't watch what? Loki again either. It doesn't have rewatchability. The, the first three episodes I wouldn't watch. The fourth Would you watch wa- WandaVision again? Yeah. You'd watch the first two episodes again. Those were some of my favorite episodes. No, I love the references they made, but it, like it pretty much dated stuff because we all knew like, oh, we got Vision, Scarlet Witch, I love Lucy. It's like, Okay, guys, I'm like, we know this isn't real. Can you tell me why it's not real? It really wasn't I Love Lucy that much. It was a lot more uh, Bewitched and Dick Van Dyke show. But I'm talking about I'm talking about the first episode. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, So and also Dick Van Dyke. I'm just... Like, how many, how many offensive terms can you have in your name, Dick Van Dyke? I mean, seriously. My point is that you don't even know what shows they were referencing, that you're saying, oh, yeah, the references are great. If you grew up watching those shows, which a lot of people did, you appreciated those Cole, Cole. episodes more. Aren't you younger than me? Yes. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you watched them as you were growing up, Jake. <laughs> How much did you watch of the Dick Van Dyke show when you were growing up? Uh, probably like the first four seasons. I watched all the seasons. Bewitched? It hit you guys way closer to home than it did me. Bewitched, I watched all the seasons, unfortunately. There's only like four seasons of the Dick Van Dyke show anyway. Okay, well then I saw all the Dick Van Dyke show. But uh, but my problem with that is like, what's your target audience? You keep switching back and forth. Like, again, I keep bringing up I Love Lucy because I grew up watching that. 
They didn't really but make Dad, any references that I remember to I Love Lucy. I watched I Love what? Lucy and I didn't see the references. You didn't see the episode. Like the first episode. Yeah, the black and white one? Yeah. Well, there's actually two of them. That was in the Dick Van Dyke house and she was doing bewitched, like, Twinkle Toes nose thing. See? That's the problem with the show. No one gets what references they're making. I got the references. I I thought they were making an I Love Lucy, and you guys were like, no, it's Dick Van Dyke, you <laughs> idiot. And be Showing how... Okay, just because you haven't seen a show, you can't diss a show for quoting the show, like, referencing it. That's stupid. Anyway, I enjoyed WandaVision. I thought WandaVision had better characters. It was, like, the way that I they brought... The way that they brought in, like, every decade of, like, a family-oriented show, like, from the Dick Van Dyke show all the way to, like, Modern Family and everything in between. There was, like, when they brought Quicksilver in that was, you know, from the X-Men thing. No, time out. I'm not shitting on WandaVision. I'm saying it got really slow. I'm saying Loki, to me, peak Loki has not been, like, a peak show for me. Like, the last couple episodes, I think, have been pretty good where, like, I'm interested and I'm entertained. But rewatchability, which you were talking about, is very low as far as I would not watch the first three episodes. And I don't even know that I would watch this one again. So, I would, if I wanted to rewatch it, I suppose I could watch the episode, uh, what was that, four, four and the very last one, if hopefully that one's good. Six. Yeah, six. Six is the one we're looking for, guys. Yeah. If they actually stick to the landing, it's going to be something we want to go back to. Now, if it doesn't, this show was a waste of our time. Mm, no. Same with same with WandaVision as far as... Have, have you rewatched it? WandaVision? Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. Because I haven't even seen Captain America and Falcon yet. Captain Winter Soldier and Falcon America. You want to say you want to say Captain Falcon, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Falcon Every time Punch. Every like Captain Falcon and the Winter. Um, if you have it, uh, this is the reason why we never did the podcast on that. I suggested to Cole, and Cole has refused to watch that series. I am almost I done. Think... Haven't you been almost Wanda, done? Wanda, all these. Okay. Okay. Last episode of Loki, which I'm pretty sure is going to go into phase. I don't know what are they at twelve. Um, I, I just I loved WandaVision. I'm glad you told me to watch it. I'm glad I stuck it through. I had my problem with it, but I'm really happy where it ended up. Captain Falcon. I'm going to keep saying that. And the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and granted, I um, didn't see how it ended, but to me, what I was trying to say is. WandaVision set up a lot of cool things that can pay off in later movies. Loki, even so if... Is Loki, so is Loki. Agreed, 100%. I thought you were going to just... That's what I'm saying. Like, are you... <laughs> even if they don't stick the landing perfectly, like it doesn't have to be a stellar ending, and I feel like the show is still okay because of like everything that they're setting up with it. Hey, by the way, guys, you know what comes out today? Uh, Black Widow. We're going to have to do a podcast on that, Kyle. Ah, yeah. I will watch We're watching Kyle, it on Tuesday. You... $5 Tuesday nights. Kyle, Kyle, are you growing a mustache? I know, I just didn't shave. So, technically, yes, but not intentionally. No, it's it's growing on him. 
intrigued I'm not sad that it's ending Are you, uh, I'm not I'm not sad that it's ending either like these are one of the, like these are one of those shows it's like yeah WandaVision gave me some joy Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier gave me some joy this this is definitely a good like appetizer for these big movies in phase five come back in yeah I I do think the show left a little bit of meat on the bone as far as when you're talking about time travel, different... Um, I don't think it's really... Uh, okay, if you're talking about the basics of time travel, different reality, Schrodinger yeah. cat type thing, those are all like really cool things to play around with. Where, like, I'm not mad... Like, I'm not like, oh, I don't like this show. But I feel like they could have done more with it. Like, I feel like it could have definitely you, been a better did, show. Did you not say that in the, in the last, like, WandaVision episode? Like... I think I think you said the exact same thing. They left some meat on the bones. Maybe they get done some more. Maybe they're leaving it the meat on the bones to come to the actual movies. I don't remember like what maybe, I. Well, we only did one ep, one podcast on Wandavision. We didn't do an episode I know, but by I'm episode. Pretty, I'm pretty I'm pretty damn sure you said the exact same thing. They said you left some meat on the bones. We could have done more with this. Well, no, what I said about WandaVision, not to repeat that whole podcast, <laughs> but what I said about WandaVision... Uh, please listen to it. ...is that I wish Cayman, that... Cayman Islands! Cayman Islands. Shout out to you guys again. Um, Where I wish that they would have gone with a different genre. And, like, granted, I don't know how the comics go, but if they actually would have been trapped in a sitcom that would have been, like, a scary kind of, like, you're trapped in a sitcom and, like... If she wouldn't have been controlling it as much, and like every time, like all this weird stuff happens, and then it just kind of like resets, and you kind of remember that it resets, but these like weird side characters keep freaking out like they were in the first couple episodes. I thought it would have been cool to have like a Marvel slash like weird horror type movie where you're trapped in a sitcom. Like I thought that would have been really cool, but I think we both agreed on that too. But I'm saying like with what they did with it, I didn't have a like. The, the tone that they went with, they did really well with the show. It's just like, if they would have went a totally different direction based on how they set up the first couple episodes, I think it would have been really cool. Where this show, I'm like, what you're giving me, I feel like you could even give me more of. Like, you could have worked out a little bit better storyline. You could have given me, like, Owen Wilson, I feel like, has been kind of lost in the show. Like... The first couple episodes... In the, in, in the last couple episodes, I'll give you that. Yeah, like, I feel... Well, when you only have six episodes, like, you expect him to be a pretty big part in it, where I feel like he's definitely taken a back seat, like, pretty far back seat, where... So, I think, obviously, we gotta see how they stick the landing in the last episode. I think that's gonna def define all our... on the show. So, let's just rate it. Cole, you go first. Just this episode? Just this episode. Seven. Every time. Every time I'm going to give... I already have a rating in my head. You're like, oh, I'm going to give the exact same one. Okay. Kyle? 6.5. What? 6.5. I thought you said 6.0. I'm going to go 6.9. 
Nice. No, I definitely a good episode, and I think we're all intrigued for the last episode. Are yeah, we not? yeah. I want to see what happens. Like to like, me, like you, you saw when the gas, the, the smoke monster, like cleared out, and there's a bunch of theories. I'm like, I'm kind of excited. Like, I'm like I'm definitely watching now Wednesday. I'm like, not gonna wait till Thursday this time after episode three, where it's like, whatever. <laughs> like I, like. I kind of hope they open a lot more doors, but I hope they give a lot of closure to this storyline specifically. And Which see, is why I think Tom Hilston, low-key, will sacrifice himself. I could, but... I won't be bummed out kind of no matter what happens with this story as much as I'm going to be, like, a little bit pissed off if they don't have a good, like, setup for something more. Like, make it cool whatever it is that's behind the... Eliath guy, and I'll give this a passable grade, even if the rest of it's not quite a what I want. But I think Lady Loki's gonna die anyway. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm Jake, and um, you know I run this podcast. But um, you don't think that that these shows they put in—they're all setting up a bigger universe in the movie. Yeah. They're obviously opening a ton of doors for the multiverse. I'm saying I want else. them to do that well, even if it's not the greatest rest of the show. I want them to open up a big door. A big door. Cole, huge Cole, door. I, don't, I, I want a double Cole, door. Huge. Since you brought this up, I don't think you understand the expectation. So Spider-Man 3, No Way Home. Now, we've all seen Spider-Man... Spider-Man 2. But Spider-Man, Far, far From Home. home. No way home, far from home, homecoming. I get it. I'm going to bring bring this up, but if they bring this up, like, apparently all the old Spider-Man that I grew up with in live-action movies are coming back. Peter, like, Tobey Maguire? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tobey Maguire is going to be in this movie. Andrew Garfield is going to be in this next movie. Aren't they doing the same thing with Batman, though? That's DC and not my problem. This is a Marvel pod. Didn't they already do that with Into the Spider-Verse? That was animated. This is live action. <laughs> Can you imagine you go there? And you... Okay, Cole, you may you may hate on Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Don't think that it's like Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Dude. goes into a different universe and sees Tobey Maguire as an old age Spider-Man. You're not going to love it. If Tobey Maguire is... In the movie, I will literally have tears streaming down my face, just like he does every second of screen time. <laughs> podcast. We're gonna watch the Spider-Man trilogy. No, we're not. No, we're we'll just watch. About. We'll just watch the third Spider-Man as he's walking down the he street never, with his emo he haircut. Never cry till the third one. I mean, what kind of what kind of purgatory are you guys in? Where you think he actually cried? When did he cry before the third one? I don't remember him not crying in the entire trilogy. <laughs> Cole, by the way, like far from or uh, no way home. This has been confirmed. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are coming back for multiverses of Spider-Man. This has been confirmed. It comes out in December, and you're gonna come home for Christmas, and we're gonna watch it together. And I'm gonna look at you when I'm done with it, and be like, "I told you it was good," and slap you square in the face. And I will be crying. Just like, <laughs> just like Toby McGuire. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Andrew Garfield never cried in any Spider-Man film. Oh, wait. Gwen Stacy died. Like, oh, no, no, Gwen, Gwen, she Gwen, died, Gwen. man. Give him a break. That. Okay, her head smacked on the cement. Did you hear that thud? It was sickening. I would cry. If my name was Tobey Maguire. Because he did it. All he had to do was be better. If he was Tobey Maguire, that never would have happened. He saved Kirsten Dunn, Mary Jane. <laughs> and saved a whole truckload of kids. Yeah, but they were from New York. Oh, Maguire, fetish Spider-Man. You know what? Okay, since since we're at the point of the podcast where probably no one's going to listen to, I will say this. The reason why I hate Andrew... I actually don't hate Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But there is a reason why I kind of dislike him. Because of his girlfriend. So I know the story. Time. <laughs> okay, Kyle, do you know the story? I, do, I don't know the story, Jake. <laughs> okay, so if you know anything about Peter Parker, which I do a ton... Because Peter Parker is supposed to be this nerd, not necessarily an ugly guy, but like a guy like is a super nerdy, probably homeschooled, like myself. <laughs> Anyways, so me and my ex at, at that time we were dating. Obviously, I'm not gonna bring my ex to a Spider-Man film. That would be insane. But we sit down there, and um, she's like, "Oh, they finally made Spider-Man hot." I'm like, "Spider-Man's not what Peter Parker should never be. One of those people who are like." Dude, he's so sexy. He's not the Wolverine, for God's sakes. He was kind of awkward a little bit. and He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a nerd. No, that's what I mean. You're talking about Andrew Garfield. He wasn't, like, the perfect person. Hero, the perfect person, Kyle. Anyway, we but should wrap this podcast up because it's longer than the episode by long shot. Stay tuned, we're going to watch all the Spider-Man movies and talk about them. But anyways, the Bruising Review signing out.